family is all that lives in sight and sound, touch and taste. Live, come on, be human and give, give, give. <laughs> the Woodstock Roundtable welcomes you to be a part of being human. Aho! And good morning. Welcome to the Woodstock Roundtable. Conversational improv with host Doug Brunther. Sitting in for Doug this week, yours truly, Ron Van Warmer. And joining me as co-host this week is author, humorist, and full disclosure, my wife, Hester Mundus. Also joining us uh, today in the studio, Jim Friedlich, Executive Director and CEO of the Linfest Institute for Journalism. It's a nonprofit organization that supports innovative journalism initiatives uh, nationwide and uh, is the owner of the Philadelphia Inquirer, a great paper. We're going to talk about fake news, the dangerous world of journalism, and a world divided by 5G. Wow. And much more. The Sultan of Sonic Soul will grace us with some magic on his saxophone. And he's going to introduce us to his musical guest, T. Zix. I hope I said that right. If not, he can correct me when he gets here. It's uh, X-I-Q-U-E-S. I think it's Zix. Wow. We'll also end, as we always do, with our intergalactic wrap-up with street philosopher and personal friend of the big electron, Patrick Carlin. So sit back. Grab your beverage of choice and be prepared for some surprises on the Woodstock Roundtable. And we'll assume that the Pod bay doors are open, Hal. Yeah. Good morning, Hester. Good morning, Ron. How are you this morning? I'm fine. You just saw me, for God's sake. It's been so long. (laughs) Really? (laughs) It's been minutes. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Since I left you at home, and and here you are popping up at the radio station. I don't want to let you go for, you know, that long a time. (laughs) I will say, I drove into Woodstock, and there's nobody there. It's like a ghost town. I know. Everybody out there, if you want a treat, and you live near Woodstock, you know how crowded it is? It's like empty. And it was kind of scary. It's your own private Woodstock. Uh, but uh, look out for the deer. I almost hit one of those this morning. Oh, no, not again. Driving through Woodstock. My God, you have more deer than most hunting. <laughs> really? I know we could eat deer for uh, a venison, year. Venison, not venison, not deer. Deer. All right. Venison. Let's get it right. Let's eat deer. Let's eat deer. Yeah, so sweet. Right. So... Yes. Here we are, back from Italy. Oh, my gosh. We just had a great uh, vacation to Italy, and I've talked about it on, on the show uh, oh. last week, I think. I wanted to talk about Okay, never <laughs> mind. I didn't listen. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you did. I know. You always listen. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of me. Of knowing that I've got <laughs> One a listener. <laughs> uh-huh. I always have a listener. That is true. And, of course, our, uh, our guest this week, Jim Friedlich, who's executive director and CEO of the Lenfist Institute, he will uh, bring some listeners as well. He's bringing listeners here? No, not here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I 
thought we were really getting desperate. No, 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 no. I think that's. But he's got he's got a fan base, and uh, oh. they'll they'll be tuning in. Well, I have a fan so, base too, don't yeah, you? Uh, um, you have uh, one in Japan. You have... I do have a, a fan base in Japan. Wow. Uh, I'm very pleased uh, that I have a, a listener in Japan <laughs> <laughs> who who uh, enjoys uh, uh, the work that I do here, which is terrific. It's I mean, great because I, I get emails from people in California, in Florida, Japan, and it's uh, it's nice. That's because we have the internets, oh, right. and uh, all of our shows. Including this one, are put up uh, on in the cloud, and you can listen to them anytime, anywhere, via streaming. Wow! And this <laughs> one will be up a little bit later uh, this morning, soon as we end. I I hope so. I'm going to be listening. I'm going to go back <laughs> and say, "What did I say? What did I say? What did I miss? What did I miss? Yeah, we're back from Italy, and you know, pizza tastes different in the states it, it is it was okay we had a pizza last night and um it, was, it good. was good it was good but somehow if they could make the worst pizza in in italy in sorrento in naples any place and it tasted fabulous it was like the pasta tastes better in italy oh too. my god I, I don't know if it's real or if it's fake but it feels better everything felt better because first of all we weren't home we didn't have to work the weather was beautiful <laughs> what could go wrong no it was really it was really wonderful the only weird thing was why we, you, you get bread with every meal and the bread's great except oh, yeah. it was never warm not once did we get warm bread in italy that's the one thing you kept every time we went to a great restaurant all you said is the bread's cold <laughs> i mean that sounds like my something my mother would do well the bread was cold i mean what kind of thing i know that? But everything else was delicious. It was delicious. Yeah. So what else uh, have you been up to <laughs> lately? <laughs> I didn't expect that. Oh, no, no. Well, I've just been acclimating myself to, you know, mm. coming back from Italy. I know, that's I've been hard. working as a volunteer for family on Saturdays. Yes, you do. I've been doing Zumba, body <laughs> fitness. Wait, no, no, no. A lot of, you have, well, you haven't noticed. You're my husband. I mean, I've been, I, I have muscles. I know. And oh, I, I've noticed. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going. You're there. ripped. I'm right. This is it. I have a six you, pack. You got abs like. Yeah, I said my six pack. Unfortunately, it's in the fridge. It's yeah. like a, a Heineken. <laughs> but uh, that's that's okay. Little um, bottles of prosecco. Yeah, and I and I I am um, messing around with a, a novel, two novels that I oh. want to write. So, but that's it's, they're a little on the back burner because it's it's summer, and we just came back from visiting Europe. Your stepson and, oh, yeah. and daughter, stepdaughter-in-law. She's a great kid. What a great cook. That's a vacation. Everyone should have a daughter-in-law like, like Susan. My daughter-in-law is a fabulous cook. She does everything like from scratch. I mean, if she could grow wheat, this woman <laughs> would make her own flour. She, she's That's like, true. Here's the, here's the menu. Didn't we have this? She says, oh, you know what would go well with this? Mm, biscuits. Oh, she has no biscuit mix. I mean, who makes biscuits without a little mix? Nothing. Susan. Nothing comes from a mix at all. She made pancakes, <laughs> everything. And you, I, we came back heavier from one, yeah. what, three days with them than we did from Italy. Yeah, 15 days there. 15 days there is true. But um, And th this reminded me, because uh, Susan, she tastes stuff. She doesn't follow a recipe. Right. Now, I thought that recipes were invented to, you know, Avoid mistakes. They tell you everything. 
What and is, you follow them to the T. Yeah, well, well, I, I weigh spoon. things oh, <laughs> to the teaspoon. I ask Alexa all the time, how many teaspoons or tablespoons <laughs> and a half a cup? I don't know why I can't figure that out. But why, when they say a quarter of a cup, okay, I can get that. But then teaspoons and then tablespoons. Can't they get one bit, you know, one, one sort of measure? Like how many, t- let's just deal with tablespoons and teaspoons. Then when they start with cups, just do the, if you have a tablespoon out, you can do eight tablespoons. Why can't we use the metric system? What's Don't a tablespoon? Well, it's one of those little things we have in that. I know, but, it's, but what, what, what size is that? It's a, I don't know. It's a and, tablespoon. And have you noticed we have two tablespoons? One big T, capital T, is a tablespoon. For all of those who don't know, the small lowercase t is teaspoon. But we have two different, well, I, don't, I don't know if they're two different sizes, but they're certainly two different shaped tablespoons. <laughs> you know, one they're is a long. They're the same size. Well, it's a tablespoon. I, have you looked at them? They're one the is same like, size. If you pour oil uh, into one and then into the other, it'll be the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now that you said that. But, but wait, wait. But they say things like um, one medium onion. <laughs> now, what you might think is a medium onion, sometimes well, a piece, a little tiny onion, and then it's a big onion, and and I don't understand that. And a pinch of salt. What if you have big giant fingers? What's a? That's p- right. What's a, what's a pinch? A pinch of salt. Can't they say an eighth of a teaspoon? <laughs> why don't they? Why don't they give me a clue? Because then someone will say, "Oh, it's a little salty, wasn't it?" Well, I gave it a pinch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but look at your hands. Right, I know. Huge your, hands. Yeah, right. Who are you, Donald God's, Trump? God's, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, so, no, no, no. We, we, we're not Trump supporters. Here. We bring Donald that. Trump into the conversation. Yeah, and he, he falls into the conversation. Imagine more. a pinch of salt. From Donald Trump. From his hands. Oh, please. No. <laughs> Don't even. You would ruin, you, you'd ruin a meal just by that. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't possibly do that. And what, we, what got me this morning, I, I didn't tell you because you left before uh-huh. I left the house. Yeah. We leave in two different cars so no one knows we're married. <laughs> And he has a Saab, I have a Subaru. But they both begin with S, it's okay. Anyway, um, we just renewed our subscription to The New Yorker. Yes. And um, We let it expire. But by mis- well, we just let it expire, but it's back. But it brought back um, a major memory in my mind. It took me, I knew I became an adult when I would open a New Yorker magazine in somebody else's house, whatever, and I understood the cartoon. <laughs> you got the joke. I, do you know? I still I, don't get the joke. Not all of them. Oy. Oh, but everybody, if you have this week's double <laughs> issue of The New Yorker, look on page 70 and please oh. explain that cartoon to me. I haven't a clue. I, I looked at it. I don't get it. I, I, he, I, but I, that's 50% of the cartoons for me. I get about 50% of them. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm down there <laughs> writing captions. You know, on the back, they have that thing, write a caption for this. I haven't sent them in because I didn't even think they were funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, who drew this picture? But uh, Some of them are pretty good, I must say. Right. Some well, are pretty good. But I, there's still 50% of them I look at and go, hmm? Yeah. We actually asked some. Do you remember we asked? That's uh, the way I feel about the articles, too. I read them and go, hmm? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is the all fiction issue. It's a a good one. Uh, But boy, I I understood a New Yorker cartoon. I'm I'm an adult now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it was an easy one. Uh, But not these. And it got me thinking, um, 
all the time. I love magazines. You know, uh-huh. I, I love. I know we got enough of them. I know. <laughs> well, you know, no, no. I'm a big reader. I love fiction. I mean, I I need to have a good book with me at almost all times. Right. But the thing is, magazines. You know, like okay, it's a quick breakfast. So you don't want to open your book because I like to read and get up to a point where there's a break, either a paragraph or a chapter. I cannot leave. I cannot be reading a novel and leave in the middle of oh, no. a paragraph or something like that. I don't care if the, fu- the house could be on fire. <laughs> Excuse me, I've <laughs> got to get to book. chapter, give me my chapter two. Uh, I didn't, and um, then I began thinking, do you, I don't know, you don't go to many doctors as I do. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 I don't. I used to rate doctors on the kind of magazines that <laughs> kept in their office. <laughs> my shrink used to have the best. I mean, well, he had a high, it was in Manhattan, and they have a different kind of clientele than, you know, Kingston dentists. Uh No offense to everybody, but my dentist used to have, you know, um, little kids' magazines, how to clean your teeth, you know, dental health magazine. And then people, us. Oh, no. The Inquirer. Nobody has the inquiry. <laughs> I, I, I did go to friends' houses because I knew they subscribed to things like people. These are called guilty pleasures. Mm. I thought, hmm, I wonder what Brad Pitt's up to now. You know, where, where is he? But, I, I mean, that, that, I didn't want to keep a People magazine in my house. Well, I remember when you were writing for Joan Rivers, you, uh, you subscribed to People and every other rag because, oh, well, it's work. <laughs> well, that was a, you know that was one of the perks. Everyone you have to write jokes about you know right. contemporary stuff. Now that I think of it, that was as much a perk as you know being taken to Australia first class. <laughs> no, it was. I, I mean, they paid for all my magazine subscriptions. Right. But uh, you know, anybody walking into a house, they say, "Boy, look at their taste over <laughs> here." Well, you have to write jokes, the contemporary jokes, and. And Joan wanted to, celebrity names and right. You know, and so you had to read. You had to read. Them. I, I mean, I was forced. I, I was, had to read them too <laughs> to help you. Right. <laughs> I needed somebody to laugh with me for God's sake. I mean, I kept. I knew the joke was going to. I look at Gulliver. I talk and I go, Gulliver. I try it out on him. Sometimes he'd just look up like, okay, no, no, no. But if he saw me start to smile, I'd laugh at my own jokes. He'd belly laugh sometimes. Yeah, he did. Belly call, belly bark. Belly, belly bark. bark over there. Wasn't exactly a knee split. So you're rating your uh, doctor's offices by oh, the magazines. Yeah, well, this is it. So I will tell you, uh, I'm sorry, I, I, my, my psychiatrist person passed away, so I don't get those magazines anymore. He had like expensive... Um, uh, fashion magazines, European and you haven't magazines. been the same since. No, I haven't. I, I, I need more meds. This is it. Yeah, or, or a new psychiatrist. Right. No, no. I've said, oh, listen, they, I'm not going to travel to the city. I'm, I'm well now. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm well now. She's well. <laughs> After many years, they declared me Keep well. Keep telling yourself. Right. Well, well, you know, you see, I, I even went to uh, my my. General practitioner here, whatever you call him. Right. I'm not close with the doctors in Kingston. I, I guess I've been healthy. I mean, I don't yeah. have it. I don't have a doctor that can say, "Oh, doctor, whatever." Your I, doctors keep dying, so beware. Oh, that's it's your true. Hester's doctor. Oh, whoops. how many doctors have you had? Uh, like three so, doctors yeah, that have three, died. Yeah, three, four, yeah. four. Yeah, and if well, wait a minute, or wait, a minute. wait, 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 give the universe a break. 
I've been around a long time. <laughs> My first doctor was a gay man. And let's face it, you're not their only patient. That's <laughs> true. A lot of people have lost them. Okay. Oh, All right. We'll give you that. Right. But right. nevertheless, oh, God. be on guard. I want to tell people, though, that magazines that are expensive, everyone says they're going, it's not going to be any more, uh, everything's going to be digital is what I mean. Mm. But no, this... I like to feel, uh, you know, a book, a magazine. I, I, I cannot do. Um, we can talk to Jim about that because he's in journalism. We'll see what he oh. thinks about the the physical newspaper and whether it's going to go the way. Oh, let me tell everybody this. I, it came to me this morning when I was putting down my New York magazine. Um, if you want to save money on on, if you want magazines, different subjects, and everything, buy one Sunday New York Times. And you can read it for a month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything you want is in there. There's arts. There's culture. There's this. Uh, opinion, science. Uh, it's all. The, I've never read an entire New York magazine. I mean, I'm no, not New York. I meant uh, New York Times. No. Sunday I'm, Times. I don't think anyone has. I anyone mean, you, out there, let me know. If you please. read the entire paper. I mean, come on. You can't. You, no. might, you might be interested in arts and leisure, but not in business. Right. You and might not be interested estate. in real estate. Right. So, you know, nobody then, reads the whole thing. And if thing. you don't live in New York City, you might not be interested <laughs> the in that metropolitan, metropolitan section. <laughs> and, um, and I used to, well, when I took the bus into Manhattan all the time, I'd always buy the New York Times, and I'd read it. I love the Science Times. I Tuesday's paper. Tuesday, yeah, what, yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you know that? Uh, I read the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people said, no, 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 that's a waste of trees. Read it well, online. Yeah, well, that's an, that, that is an argument. I mean, a lot of trees die to make the Sunday New York Times, and there's no doubt about it. Um, how do you know? Well, because of all that paper. Well, trees, paper comes from trees, and the New York Times is paper. Yeah, what trees do you plant? Where's the paper tree? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Probably in the... Uh, the jungle of, of, of Do that is this what's Brazil? The, the Amazon forest? Yeah, the Amazon. That's, that's what they're chopping it down for. For the New York Times? Well, partly, yeah. Well, you know, there's some they could you know save a few trees. I read a couple of things in the Times a couple, a couple of Sundays I'm, ago. I'm going to Google it. You're going to Google? Okay, we'll find out how many trees it takes to make one Sunday Times or all the Sunday Times. Well, one edition. Oh, okay, one edition. Time. Okay, one edition of the Sunday Times. Now, I'm sorry, I told people to go out and get it. I figured it was saving money, but it's not saving the planet. We want to save the planet. You know, that's what I want to do. I mean, I'd like to save the planet. I'd like to be the Joan of Arc of the planet. All right. I'm, oh, so, I'm, I'm sorry. so it obviously I, I is something that has been uh, <laughs> something that has been checked before uh, to produce each week's Sunday newspapers. 500,000 trees must be cut down. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Re recycling a single run of the Sunday New York Times would save 75,000 trees. My New York Times? One? No. Oh, oh <laughs> all of them. Oh, I was One saying... run of the New York Times oh, really? is 500,000 trees. Do wow. not buy the New York Times. <laughs> Read it online. That's terrible. I know. Wow and wow! Who knew? And then and all I of knew those, it was a lot, but I didn't realize it was five hundred thousand. And in, and almost every Sunday Times that I see, they put up you know recycle, do this, save the planet, and meanwhile, <laughs> there just is no more Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. So we need to recycle at the very least because you'd save seventy five thousand trees a week. Wow. But you're, 
but you're cutting down 500,000. So it's kind of a minimal savings. 500,000. That's what it says. Yeah, well, and if you Googled it, and think yeah. of all the magazines that are published as well, and all the newspapers wow. across the country and around the world. Oh my God! That's millions of trees. Do you realize? Wouldn't that be? What? Well, why don't we just stop doing it with all the newspapers? I'm so Jim's coming on. <laughs> Whoops! Didn't mean that. Well, Everybody I mean, in journalism is the, going to say, "I'm going to get hate mail." The trend is yeah. digital. I, I mean, know. more people, and even books. Uh-uh. I understand. Uh, uh, you mm-hmm. want to hold the book, and people have that tactile yes. thing. And what are you going to use up? You're going to put on your bookcases, little chindles. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Kindles. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I got 300 Kindles in my house. Well, and each they, one has a book on it. Each one has a, a separate book. But think of all the space you save by having all your hmm. books on one Kindle. Oh, what's a wow? I guess they could if they yeah. had the 5G Kindles. I don't know whatever that new thing you is go. coming. Wow, you know how much space we would have in our oh our yeah. old house. We would we could have another room. I don't know how many thousands of books did we have? Uh, about uh, three, four thousand. books. Yep, yep. They weren't all in there. Some were in the. They went into the garage. <laughs> they would. Yeah, we just well. didn't uh, couldn't now, get rid of any of them. Yeah. Then well, okay. Oh, beg your pardon. Finally, Be- we did. Yeah, we did, and some we left. Yes. And the people who bought our house love them. They're I still know. there. I, I, <laughs> we'll walk in. It's like, oh, the house is still decorated. Wait, they're going to find the <clears> library <throat> books that I forgot to return. They're going to owe thousands and <laughs> thousands, thousands of dollars. dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. But, you know, yeah. but you know what the books did in our old house? They absorbed the heat. What mm. Did we have to heat more because we had books? No, once you get it hot, it, yeah. it takes less. Oh. Because the books get warm and then it. Is like insulation, so oh, I mean you can look at it that didn't way because <laughs> there was no other insulation. Did you tell me that there was sheep's wool in the you were mm, doing renovations? Something like that. Yes, we were there. The house was an old house. Don't I hope Mary and, and Jim aren't listening. <laughs> they're not looking People who in the walls yet. Yeah, they're not. Lo- oh, they did. They did wonderful things with the house. So yeah. I'm happy with that. Anyway. So yeah, on we love and that. upwards. <laughs> <laughs> Onwards and upwards. We, we were talking about the magazines that you found in the uh, doctor's offices. Uh, and wh- why oh, oh, were well, we talking about that? Well, because well, because I realized why finally when I was saying about the New Yorker, I knew I was a, a woman. I knew I went from girlhood to womanhood when I understood <laughs> 90% of the cartoons in the New Yorker. All right. I felt grown up. But I know that I never understood what my brother was bugging my parents. He wanted a subscription to National Geographic. Mm. Now, my brother's older than I am, and it's back in the day when the only place that you could see pictures of half-nude women ah. was in National Geographic. They'd go to No these, Playboy. No, there was no Playboy. Playboy didn't come out until the 50s, right. something like that. And I'm not going to say, well, I, I, do, I do remember seeing some boy in my grade school, I was going to say kindergarten, but no, in my grade school class, he had a copy of Playboy, the first copy uh-huh. that was at, and our desks would open up, and uh-huh. it, he hid it in there, but it was, <laughs> but the whole class would like, I mean, it, everybody wanted to see it. I it was mean, one of the first things I ever stole from like, <laughs> a store. <laughs> the bank came later, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, much later. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but you know, you're in yeah. the Walgreens and you're looking at the magazines and and uh, there they were and I was with an older friend and he and I he actually he stole it but he put it in my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> And you called him friend? Well, yeah. Well, friend. We shared it afterwards. Um, and, you know, I, I I remember saying, how can they do that? And he didn't want to be caught. He was smart. <laughs> Put it in the kid's shirt. Wow. No one will suspect him. Wow. I think, you know, when you said still, I, I, I wonder if it's something that kids do when they growing up. Maybe all Stealing, you mean? Yeah, I don't, I'm not talking... I don't think all of them, just the deviant ones like me. Oh, like you and me? No, I mean, I remember... I, 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 there's no children listening to this. No. No, 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 no. No. If there are, please take them out of the room, <laughs> because this could damage them a lot. Uh, kids, I don't know what it is that that's in children, uh, that they not feeling entitled... Something, there's this, is it a, thr- I don't know if it was a. Poor. Th- we were poor. <laughs> oh, you were poor. You had an excuse. <laughs> we, we, I had, didn't... we had no money. Oh, see, <laughs> you had an excuse. I really feel guilty. I see, stole food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jean Valjean right. Van Warmer. Right. With the loaf of bread. <laughs> no, the only thing I ever took without paying for it was. Were comic books. Ah. I was, I was really because well, there's no difference. Playboy comic books. Well, yeah, well, it's reading material. I know, and but and but comic books were a lot easier to take because you could fit them under your sweater. <laughs> you could put them under. They your only coat. cost a dime. And most of the time, they were sold in what was known in Brooklyn as candy stores. Right. And they, you know, there were kids coming in all the time, and the guy was just watching the food on the shelves. He wasn't watching anything else. And children go over children. I think I was 50. No, I was... <laughs> I was 26. Well, I, I credit those comic books for teaching me how to read because I, I liked them. The pictures were there, but... Mm. So a little thievery and uh, well, you know, an education. Well, who had... They, were, they weren't much money. They were only like 10 cents. Yeah. Yep, five and 10 cents for a comic book, as well as it should have been. And I don't wonder why my mother never questioned the fact that we had stacks of comic books in, <laughs> and and she didn't give us I didn't have that kind of allowance yeah, yeah. they never paid any attention no I would have if my son or oh, daughter my parents would I had to every, anything I stole I had to bury <laughs> <laughs> I had to bury it in the good backyard thing, good thing you didn't take someone's dog or cat I mean it was nothing big and then of course years later um, I had to take a lie detector test, mm-hmm. and you know you start getting nervous, and they ask you, "Did you ever steal anything?" So you start going through your head, and you start oh. you start admitting to everything. <laughs> <laughs> I stole Kool Aid from. Oh really? Oh yeah. So I've I've I've, I've uh, confessed to all of it. But you so know, I'm, I'm free and clear. I can talk about it without any, uh, uh, you know, that anything re- going bad. That reminded it just it just triggered something in my head. I loved libraries. I, when I was a kid, I loved libraries. You stole books? No, never. <laughs> never. That's the whole thing. But every time you checked out, you, had a, you checked out a stack of books. I was always, I was always afraid that they're going to think. I, I see it was all came from those early comic book things. They were going to think I took something. And I'd go, yes, here's my card. Here's my this. <laughs> see, it's, see the date? Guilty. I, I, I was so guilty, but I never, I never, I would never... Libraries are like sacred. That's like that to me is uh, a temple. I yeah. mean, libraries. I'm like, I'm like Walgreens. <laughs> I stole <laughs> haphazard. Oh no, no, I never went into a um a, a chain store. 
and stuff. I, I, oh. I caused the chain. I, I got a little nervous. I went to local. They said shop local. I shoplifted <laughs> you local. You shoplifted local. Good for you. Well, yeah. And, you know, they didn't miss it. You know, I would have <laughs> I would have been very happy to did. have returned them after I read oh, yeah. them. But, but, but you were afraid to. No, but Sorry. My, yeah. Well, some people steal and then return and ask for their money. What? I've, I've seen that. I've heard that. What? People steal things, and then they go back and say, oh, I'm returning this. Yes. That was, by the way, if, it's, it was a silly movie. It was called Ocean's 8. Oh, yeah. And the woman gets out of prison and pulls off these amazing scams. And that, that was very, very clever. Silly. In fact, I was silly. I was <laughs> taking notes. <laughs> yeah, all right. I get that. Oh, God. All right. We got to take a break. We just... Uh, we uh, went up through a, a half an hour. No. It or not. Yeah. Oh, well. We did. So uh, um, let's uh, take a break, and Doug can tell us about uh, some of our great sponsors here on Woodstock Roundtable. I'm Ron Van Warmer, filling in for Doug this week. My co-host, Hester Mundus. We're going to be uh, talking to uh, Jim Friedlich a little bit later on, the executive director and CEO of the Linfist Institute for Journalism. It's a nonprofit organization that supports innovative uh, journalism initiatives nationwide, and uh, and also owns the uh, national. I'm uh, not the National Enquirer, <laughs> the Philadelphia Enquirer. Big difference. Yes, there is a huge <laughs> difference. difference. I, 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 yeah. Never mind. The Sultan of Sonic Soul is going to be in. He's bringing a friend as well. And what's his friend's name? You look at him. Zix. Doesn't that sound like? Didn't Zix? Didn't Superman have? <laughs> was it Mikkelplik or something like yes. that? Is his yeah. nemesis thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. and uh, and of course, Patrick Carlin, yeah, will be in to wrap things up for us today as well. Patrick. So take a break now, and we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll talk some more. Okay. I see the salt.
And we are back on the Woodstock Roundtable. I'm Ron Van Warmer, filling in for Doug Grunther, who's away this week. And my co-host is... Your wife. My wife, (laughs) Hester Mundus, uh, author, humorist, mother. (laughs) (laughs) This is your gravestone. Author, mother, humorist. humorist. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what... Joke writer. No, I told you what's going to go on my tombstone. Oh, what is that? As I was saying, dot, 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 <laughs> with a little ellipses at the end. Who says you're getting a tombstone? Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do with me? I don't know. What, 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 just, uh, okay, you know. Even Taxidermy if- mean anything to you? <laughs> <laughs> I have separation anxiety. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I hope you get a good one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Oh, that was fun. We I'm going to live with you for the rest of my life. Oh, last night, we went to um, Martha Frankel's Story Slam. Oh, yeah. Which was wonderful, it by was the way. It was terrific. It was in Phoenicia, at the Phoenicia Theater. Right, right. Big crowd, too. Right. And, then, and the stories were, some were hilarious, yet some were very poignant. Yeah. One of the hilarious ones was about, um, had bestiality in it. That's what made <laughs> think of it when you start... Never mind, we won't oh, go right. there. But if you miss that, go to the next one. Uh, it's, I think it's in the fall. Yeah, November, I think, is yes. the next one planned. Not sure where it's going to be, but uh, we'll right. find out. And right. We'll keep you up to date. But tonight's entertainment, and everybody should know this, it's the Tony Awards. Ah. And I think of the Tony Awards as sort of the, like, it's the classy version of the Academy Awards. <laughs> I mean, Tonys are, you know, just... They're Tony. And it's, it's Broadway. And also... They show you pieces of, of the show. I mean, musicals. They do the musical numbers. It's not just a, a knockoff of, of a movie, right. and it's not just three. But the shows that are up for the awards, so you get a glimpse about you know what's happening out there. So it's more of a variety show than just an awards show. Right, and they don't, it's not, I, I forget, what's his name? The host is a very, he's good. He's, isn't he the karaoke guy? Yeah, and I can't remember his name either. Oh, sorry, somebody help us. You see, I don't, and this is the whole thing. You can Google. I'm sitting here. I have the same kind of, you know, phone you do, and, and I can't Google. <laughs> but anyway, um, he's going back to the Tonys. I did find out. I forgot. It was Antoinette Perry. The, it's, the Tonys are named Tony because Antoinette Perry, it's, uh, I guess it was in the 30s, 20s and 30s. She was the head of the American Theater Wing, if I'm not mistaken. And... Uh, after she died, the woman who took over the or, or started the Tony Awards uh-huh. named them after her, and because oh. Tony was Antoinette's nickname. Oh, so isn't that nice? So uh, James Corden, James, yes, he's is, great. Is the host? And you know, I never stupid has I never even knew he was British. <laughs> so that, that, I just I, thought he spoke. You know, I, I thought hey. he was speaking. <laughs> Because sometimes he didn't. He's been in movies and things. and well. He has a late night TV show right. every night, oh, five well, nights a week. Oh, well, what time is it on? Uh, like, you're in bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's 8 o'clock. Well, no, you're kidding. N- no, it's not. <laughs> well, some people know that. Well, well, you should be in bed with me, actually. Huh? No, but, yeah, you get up really early. Only on Saturdays. That's why we go to bed early. Yeah, that's why. That's our excuse. But no, back to television. Uh, we're going to see the Tonys tonight and have company. And well, I'm planning some surprises. Oh. Because I mean, it's a red carpet. The red carpet for the Tonys is not quite like the Academy Award red carpet. No. I don't think they, well, maybe they do dress up as much. Of as course they, they do. You think? I think. Where do they hold the Tonys? Sometimes they dress up like Hamilton. <laughs> 
Oh. That's because when they do that, <laughs> Hamilton is over now. Like, again, didn't do, not over, but I meant. It's over. It, it's over as far as the Tonys go. But that reminded me that I've met people that say they never watch television. Yeah, I, nev- I know those people. You Some know. people don't have television. Well, I can really? understand if you, you can't afford television. No, no, no. They, they make a conscious choice not to have it. Now, I'm sorry. I think, I think that's ill-advised. <laughs> I, I say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. What yeah. if they missed uh, be, before there were before there were you know uh, computers and everybody had the, they'd miss the landing on the moon. They'd never. They'd, they'd miss the last episode of Mash, right? And probably Game <laughs> of Thrones. Think about it. But the, there's a whole uh, cultural thing that you have to be tied together by television. Okay, it's not the same as it was like the last episode of Mash, which was you know everybody joined together, and then they had it for Friends. I I didn't watch that one, but still I had <laughs> television. <laughs> now I I know they called it the boob tube because that was before your time. No, I remember it. it yeah. Oh yeah. But they thought before people my would, time. They thought people would just be, you know, um, it wasn't idiots. Well, the, idiot, <laughs> the idiot box. It was also called. It was. Why? Why did they do that? Because it dumbed you down. Because I, it it showed. It, there's oh, lots it, of dumb stuff on no, the television. Oh well, now there's even more dumb stuff than well, you can buy. How many channels? A plethora of <laughs> dumb let, stuff. Really, but they have great stuff. I mean, I I mean. I, Game uh, of Thrones, which we've never seen. I, okay, you didn't have to admit Not that. Not even a single I, episode. I fake it. Not even five minutes. Okay, stop it. I, <laughs> you have to, if you want to pass into society, everybody makes a Game of Thrones reference. And I have no I idea what they're talking about. I haven't a clue either. But there are two about, oh, oh well, we, we do get Entertainment Weekly still. <laughs> it's a step up from us. Well, yeah, well, because I kept it up after the Joan Rivers mm-hmm. show. And they have some issues where they tell you every episode. Uh, right. I mean, I think I've saved a few just in case. It's like case. the Cliff Notes. The Cliff Notes for, for Game for of Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, you know, I just think that people die left and right. You have to know who is from which side. But people swore by this. this I'm going back four or five years now, four years easily, that people say, you have to watch this. So I didn't. But then again, don't tell anybody that we might be the only people that saw the first and last episode of The Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> we watched it beginning, but maybe two or three episodes. And then somehow... We the, stopped. No, we didn't stop deliberately. The world got in the way. Something happened. Yeah. And then... We weren't going to wish. We weren't going to miss the last episode. <laughs> so we saw that stupid woman there sitting in a in a uh, diner, the restaurant, and she couldn't park. And she was she parallel park. I, I don't with, remember even. I don't. It either. had no meaning to me. It had no meaning to me. But I thought it was brilliant. Oh, I did too. <laughs> and do you know how much his house is selling for? A lot. A lot. Their um, house. Their house yeah, in New super, Jersey. Yeah. You want a house in New Jersey and pay a couple of million dollars for? There you it's, go. It's on the market now. It's right yeah. out there for you. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I have to, I'm just thinking, uh, all these people that don't have televisions or they don't let the, I understand not letting your child, you know, watch a lot of television or, but they're, they're programs for children and, and, and limiting time so that they go out and don't get that pasty white face of like, uh, you know, the reflection. That's, yeah. <laughs> Because video games are the same as television, really, because they oh, play right. it on a television, and it's the same. Right. Boy. 
too much time. And then you can do that on your phone, so you don't even have to be home. Oh, my Lord. And, and you get a phone when you're about 10 years old now? Yeah. Some, well, I know people that make their child wait till they're like 12. Oh, uh, well, those are the strict ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I've seen there is no child going out there. They have um, they're, they're fake tablets because they I mean oh, they're yeah. not real for stuff, but uh, but what they have on them, the kid does not the kid does not observe anything around them. I'm, they're in restaurants, they're in cars. They're all they're doing is looking at the cartoons mm-hmm. on this thing. They'll never be able to like sit and wait for something without having that having something in their hand. But then again, go on a New York subway. If you see five people. That's a lot in any given car that are not on their devices, as they're called. Mm. They're, they're checking. And I'm thinking, how much could, you know, what is it? They're all looking down. They walk in the streets. Like, you haven't been in the city that often. Not on the trains. Oh, well, I go. <laughs> I work the trains when I bring my, when I bring my little tambourine. I, I, and I, go and I, I have to say, though, when I was a kid, I, we used to drive across the country from Colorado right. to California, yeah. and we'd be in the way back of the right. uh, station wagon. And my brother and I, the only thing we dreamed of was having a television oh. in our car. We thought that would be so cool. And we'd say to ourselves, yeah, that'd be great, but never happened in our lifetime. <laughs> right. it, was like, it was like the Berlin Wall coming down. Never happened in our lifetime. Right. Uh, and look, here we are, and it's in my lifetime. And now they've got, in minivans, they've got the built-in screens like on a, I know. like in, in, in an airplane. I know. That's craziness. Because, I mean, you were driving a car, but that's okay. The kids are watching TV in the back. Yeah. And what, they're watching two different things. I haven't. Headphones, and, and it's perfect. And the it, kids are quiet. They shut up. My father used to yell back, be quiet or you're going to get it when we get home. Oh, you're right. And we'd be quiet for 10 minutes, and then we'd but, start screaming again, and he'd yell at us again. If we had television with headphones, we never would have made a sound. That's true. But you'd miss out on all those great games. Remember <laughs> car bingo or whatever it was? Did you see a cow and you get to check it off? I spy with my little eye. Right, right. Yeah, oh, great And games. then hangman. We and- could have been watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but, right, well, kids don't learn things like that. I went on a picnic and took an apple, you know, one of those. Uh, oh, I took an apple and a banana. banana. Well, yeah, I took we, an apple, banana, and, and carrot. carrot. <laughs> we play the same games. <laughs> well, it sort of makes we, time go. No, it <laughs> wait, 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 I, I can tell it. We, we used to walk our dog, and if you walk, it's a lovely thing to walk with your dog, but it's a little boring. Like if you're just alone with your dog, and there's two of us. Well, alone. Well, you and well, no, you and I alone with right. our dog. He wasn't a conversationalist, and you know if we if you go the same place, like we went up to the Cuomo property, we've seen it, so it's not like. And we didn't take our phones because there was no service up there. Right, that's true. <laughs> so so we kept playing. I went on a picnic and I took an apple. So first we did it with fruits and vegetables. Right. Then we did it with. Let's do it with countries or cities right. and towns, and we did it with. We finally did it with prescription drugs. <laughs> I do remember that. We all know the X. We had a good one, Xanax. But was it that? that it was good. Can you name a prescription drug uh, for every letter of the alphabet? We, we can. We can. But then we for a while we couldn't. But then when when the phone was working, you got Google on it, right? And you actually asked Google. What's a drug that starts with, <laughs> <laughs> with K? Right. And oh, there's, there's teopectate you could do. It wasn't, you know, like, come All right, on. not okay. prescription right, necessarily. Oh, look who's here. Not, not prescription necessarily. Okay. <laughs> All right, so take a deep breath there. Not prescription. God, people are going to think we're not so, as intelligent as So you were talking about the Tonys. Yeah, we're going to have 
guest tonight. We're going to see the Tonys. The thing about the Tonys is... I like the Tonys. Uh, except how many people in the country actually mm. see any of the plays mm. that, they're, that, they're, that are winning that awards? The, well, I don't know about that. Well, but that's why they show nice selections of the shows, like if it's a musical. Right. And then they tell about it a little. And then... Well, how do you know if it's the best if you wait, haven't seen it? Wait a minute. I have to tell you this one thing. Because we're a hiring company, I wanted to print out those ballot sheets. Right. And it goes, here's your printable ballot. The type... No, I took out <laughs> I took out a magnifying glass. I could not read a thing. And they have two little teeny tiny boxes. One is for who you think is going to win, and the other is who you want to win. Or one who does win <laughs> and one who you want to win. You can't even fit. I mean, I was going to the, set these. the but, tip of the pen doesn't actually fit in the box. No, it was. No. <laughs> oh. Well, 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 we'll see. <clears throat> Nobody believes this. Try to print out that ballot over yeah, we'll there. we'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you're smart and you want to be smart, Google all the plays and then see if you, which one you really. Because if you don't know, I mean, I have only seen maybe two of them. Yeah, I know. I don't know which two now, but we don't get in that often. So, and and we're not alone. There's millions of people who haven't seen any of them. No, so. but that's I why it has the lowest ratings of all the award shows. Oh, yeah, because nobody sees them. But if they have all these great stars on them, and they're going to great Broadway stars that nobody knows if they don't go. To I Broadway don't plays. diss Broadway. <laughs> I don't diss Broadway. I'm just saying. Broadway is the great white way. I'm just saying. I mean, come on. I want my name in lights. That's why it's... Look, if I go into Hester Mondays, it's six and six for the marquee. Like, Hester. <laughs> <laughs> That's that why I can't use Van Warmer. I mean, uh -huh. I'll have to go on from the Belasco to the Helen Hayes to the... <laughs> go down well, the line. Um, uh, Gus has joined us in the studio, and uh, so has Jim, uh, who is here. We're going to be talking Yay! to Jim Friedlich a little bit... Uh, uh, did you have something to say about the Tonys, or are you just uh, getting comfortable? <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. All right. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> I like the Tonys. Yeah, I do, too. You better. I do, too. I just, um, you know, haven't seen many of them this year. I think that was the amazing thing about Hamilton, that it broke out, and right. it has now been seen all over the country. And mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. And I, everybody I know. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, you got to get out more. I know. <laughs> You're right. I will say about Hamilton, all you need is a soundtrack, and you get, I, we, I got, you got me the uh, yeah. CDs, and I, if you listen to the CD, that's a whole show. That's right. I mean, it's it's like Les Mis. Oh, I know. You don't need that. to see it in order to, you know. But it, you're missing something if you don't see it. <laughs> yeah, you do. All right. So why don't we take our second break okay. now. And we'll come back, and Gus is here, and he will play music for us. And then uh, Jim will be here, and we'll talk to him. And uh, Oh, we will, will we? Yeah, we will. And then Patrick yeah. will be in a little bit later. And T as well. And T. T. Hickus. I apologize oh. for mispronouncing that earlier. I actually went online and I said, how do you pronounce? And the thing told me how to pronounce no it. No kidding. And it was wrong. Uh, <laughs> the thing. Well, it was the first time I used my GPS the other night. It just, I circled like where I live four times before I, <laughs> where before you I said, live? I ain't listening. 
And when I finished the gig, I was driving home. I kept it on. I kept saying, no, I'm not turning there. <laughs> you know, just like, <laughs> kept me company. <laughs> and it said, recalculating. That's what it does all the time with me. Gus told me the origin story of his saxophone in the green room a, oh, a, right. a moment ago that it was a birthday present from his mom in 1962. Right. Wow. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is, actually. That wow. is. I, I made it through. I was saying, you know, good thing it doesn't talk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that well, I can be imagine. in big trouble. Oh, it's, you it's held up better I get than you. three times again. <laughs> but exactly. Knowing from your stories, I would imagine uh, <laughs> if, if that sex could talk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice story. That is a nice story. We'll have <laughs> yes, to work on that. Is. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the Woodstock Roundtable. I'm Ron Van Warmer filling in for Doug Grunther this week. Well, he's away, and he'll be back again next week, and we'll do it all over again. Me.